Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. COVID defense? Is the supermarket shooter really saying that COVID isolation drove him to commit the massacre? Sitting in school in a hazmat suit. Then Amber Heard, the fierce cross-examination as she butts heads with Johnny Depp's lawyer. Who is the real monster in this relationship, Ms. Heard? And cheers for Depp today. Who's for Amber? The chilling impact the case could have on domestic violence cases across America. And the teen who vanished on spring break 13 years ago. They thought she was thrown into an alligator pit. Now the one-eyed convict who's charged with her murder. Plus, little boy lost. He was dropped off at the wrong house by the school bus driver. And the mom who opened her heart and her home. What happened? Then, oh, he's not responding. saving baby DJ with his thumb. Plus, kitchen disaster live stream. I don't know what to do, guys. I don't know what to do. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The president and first lady were in Buffalo today meeting with relatives of the victims of the grocery store massacre, paying their respects at a memorial and speaking out on racial justice. Meantime, the family of the teen who's been arrested has a novel explanation for his action. They're blaming the isolation he experienced during COVID. Les Trent reports from Buffalo. He's the teen accused in the Buffalo supermarket massacre in full hazmat gear. He was so terrified of catching COVID, he wore the protective gear when he went to class at his community college. Now Peyton Gentron's family appear to be building a COVID defense, claiming he became paranoid and isolated during the lockdown. He got into some nasty stuff. He's smart enough to get into dangerous stuff online, which maybe the average person wouldn't know how to get into. But the so-called COVID defense is undermined by Gentron's own chilling words posted on social media. His meticulous step-by-step -step planning started three years ago before COVID even hit. He posted his sick plot on the messaging platform Discord, which is controversial because it is not monitored. Gendron says he considered targeting this shopping mall in Rochester, New York, and this one in the nearby town of Greece, as well as supermarkets in Hampstead, Long Island. He choreographed every detail. I've been planning this attack for what seems like years now. Every day that goes by, it feels less like a joke and more real, he posted. When he finally settled on the top supermarket in Buffalo, he decorated his AR-15 assault rifle with the names of other mass killers who are known white supremacists. The video live stream of the attack shows the manager of the supermarket, Christopher Braden, getting shot in the leg. As he crawls away, the gunman approaches him, takes aim, is about to open fire, but then backs away, spares the manager's life, and even says, sorry. Why? 
because the manager is white. The gunman's other victims were black. We're hearing other harrowing accounts from survivors. 20-year-old cashier Yanya Brown McReynolds hid behind a checkout station. He walked past me twice. I was curled up in a ball at six, register six. I did not move. He walked past me, didn't realize that I was there. I'm glad that he didn't. Yanya's mother also works at the supermarket. She says that security guard Aaron Salter confronted Gendron, winning others enough time to find cover. That was what triggered me to run when I saw him engaging the shooter. President Biden and the First Lady visited Buffalo today to meet with bereaved families. The ideology of white supremacy has no place in America. None. They walked hand in hand to place flowers on a makeshift memorial beneath a tree. The suspect has pled not guilty to a single charge of first-degree murder. More charges are to come. Day two of Amber Heard's cross-examination in the Johnny Depp defamation trial with Depp's lawyer questioning Heard about everything, from her restraining order to photos Heard says shows bruises she sustained at the hands of her ex-husband. Both sides come out swinging as the cross-examination of Amber Heard really heats up. Mr. Depp mentions Aquaman, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Mr. Depp got you that role in Aquaman, didn't he? Excuse me? Mr. Depp got you that role in Aquaman, didn't he? No, Ms. Vasquez, I got myself that role by auditioning. That's Mr. Depp says Depp's lawyer Camille Vasquez tried to link the op-ed piece she wrote for the Washington Post to drum up attention for the opening of the movie Aquaman in 2018. But you were the love interest in Aquaman, correct? That is correct. Depp's lawyer also tried to portray Amber as uninterested in Depp's sobriety. She introduced the schedule Amber wrote for her wedding weekend. Your original idea was to have a rehearsal dinner with your husband, the drug addict, the monster. Um, and then do drugs with your girlfriends on the island after your rehearsal dinner? I realize that's what the email suggests, but that wasn't no, a plan. No, it's not what it suggests, Ms. Heard. Multiple photos of Amber were shown after a fight that Amber claimed left her bruised. It's your testimony, Ms. Heard, that you were wearing makeup for this photo shoot? That is correct. It's a photo shoot. These photos were shown side by side. Isn't it true you just edited these photographs? No, I've never edited a photograph. Didn't you just enhance the saturation for one of these photos to make your face look more red? Uh, no, that's incorrect. I didn't touch it. Ms. Heard, my question is a bit more nuanced. So is my answer. Images of Amber at court when she sought a restraining order from Depp led to this snarky exchange. Ms. Heard, this is another photograph of you taken inside the courthouse. Isn't that right? That is correct. Were you having a photo shoot inside the courthouse? I would not characterize it that way, Ms. Vasquez. Depp's lawyer made Amber out to be the aggressor. You struck Mr. Depp multiple times during your relationship, didn't you, Ms. Heard? There were many times I had to use my body to defend myself, and that included swinging wherever I could. If it meant I could get away, absolutely. It seems in the courtroom that Camille Vasquez is scoring some points and poking holes in Amber Heard's accounts. Video of actor James Franco's visit to the downtown loft in L.A. where Depp and Amber lived when they were married was also played. What followed was a suggestive line of questioning from the lawyer, implying something was going on. On. You're taking him up to the penthouses, aren't you? That's where I lived, yes. And it's past 11 p.m. at night. Depp's lawyer played audio of Amber laughing at Depp and egging him on during one fight. 
Amber admitted that in that instance, she was wrong. I called him horrible, ugly things, as you can hear. Sell out. We spoke to each other in a really horrible way. Depp's lawyer ended her cross-examination, which gave Amber's lawyer a chance you, to make up some ground. When Ms. Vasquez asked you if you knew why Mr. Depp couldn't or wouldn't look you in the eye here or in the UK, you said, yes, you know. Why? Please tell the jury why. Because he's guilty. And with that, Amber was done. I don't have any more questions, Your Honor. All right, thank you. Depp's team seemed pleased with how the day went. Later, we'll have a look at the hate being sent Amber Heard's way and whether that's impacting other women coming forward with domestic violence claims. A lot of questions today about a school bus driver who dropped a little boy off after school, but it wasn't his stop, to which the driver reportedly said, well, just walk home. Fortunately, the little boy knocked on the lady's door and she didn't hesitate to help. Jim Array with details. <laughs> A child is lost. He's approached a home desperate for somebody to help him. The seven-year-old has been dropped off at the wrong bus stop in Omaha, Nebraska, and doesn't know the way home. But I don't want my mom to worry about me. Little Quincy Walker was riding home on the school bus like he does every day when a substitute driver dropped him off at the wrong location. He says he told the driver it wasn't his stop, but says the driver made him get off the bus anyway. Quincy had no idea how to find his house, but the smart little boy did recognize the home of his friend, Max, so he rang the doorbell. Max's mom. My just left me out here. Incredibly, Max's mom had just returned home two minutes earlier. You see this little boy, Quincy, knocking on, on your door, and he's just in tears, and he's calling for Max's mom. Yeah. He thought he was going to be lost forever, is what he kept saying. He thought he was never going to find his parents. He thought he was never coming home. Come in. I'll come home, okay? And here's the boy and his mom today. I told him that was not my stop. And what did the driver say? So then he opened the door, and then he said, get out. Mom Michaela is outraged. Quincy is probably one of the sweetest, most caring, and loving kids, so it's like, to be treated like that by an adult just infuriated me. She questions what would have happened if Max's mom had not been home. There's a busy intersection directly behind the neighborhood. Anything could have happened. Today, they couldn't be more grateful for Good Samaritan Madison Bilstein, a.k.a. Max's mom. Do you feel like you were Quincy's hero that day? It's just the right place, right time situation. I owe you everything. <laughs> The school district says it regrets what happened, that that substitute driver no longer works for them, and they say that the drop-off address was what they had on file for the family. For 13 years, the family of 17-year-old Brittany Drexel has wondered what happened after she disappeared during a spring break trip to Myrtle Beach, and now they know. Her remains have just been discovered, and now a 62-year-old man is charged with her murder. A tragic end to a 13-year mystery. The body of Brittany Drexel has been found buried in a shallow grave in South Carolina. Hey, Brett. The 17-year-old vanished while on spring break in Myrtle Beach in 2009. This haunting video shows the teen in a hotel room the day before she disappeared, smiling, texting with friends, hanging out on the balcony. The date was April 24th, 2009. The next day, she was spotted on surveillance camera going to another hotel to meet friends. 
It's the last time she was seen alive. For 13 years, her parents, local police, and the FBI never stopped searching for Brittany. At one point, it was believed she was slain and her body thrown into an alligator pit. But now cops say they know what really happened. We are certainly grateful for being able to bring some closure to Britney's family. This week, one-eyed convicted sex offender Raymond Moody was charged with kidnapping, raping, and murdering Britney. Her heartbroken parents appeared at a packed press conference hey, with a huge photo of their beloved daughter. We are glad that we're able to bring Britney home. The past 13 years have been so difficult. You don't ever give up hope. Tara Friedman was Brittany's best friend. She is now 32. She was such a beautiful person at 17 years old. She deserved to live a beautiful and a long life. The suspect has an arrest record for sex offenses that goes back to 1983. And she may have thought that she was doing a live stream on how to cook her favorite dish, but she ended up showing what not to do in the event of a cooking fire. This young woman is live streaming herself cooking. But it's not going so well. She's causing so much smoke, she sets off the fire alarm in her building. But things are about to get a lot worse. <coughs> now she's in big trouble. Oh, God. I don't know what to do, guys. I don't know what to do. She runs out of her apartment screaming for help. I just freaked out. I was like, I don't know what to do. Kelly Jane Carone tells me she was making a steak for her birthday and live streaming on Twitch when it all went wrong. Get this, 26-year-old Kelly has a degree in mechanical engineering. I'm sure once upon a time I did learn that oil and oil fires and water don't mix very well. I had to have learned that at some point. Um, but I definitely turned into panic mode when I saw the huge flames and all of that just went completely out the window. Kelly was lucky she didn't turn on the faucet. Putting water on a grease fire can be really dangerous, as this demo shows. At some point, the flames die down and Kelly is able to blow them out. Her father, who was watching the live stream, sent her a gift should she try cooking again. A fire blanket, fireproof gloves, and a spray to tackle oil fires. She says she also now knows a technique she could have used when the fire erupted. The easiest way to contain it fast is just by putting a lid on it. You want to suffocate the fire because fires can't exist without oxygen. Thanks for the fire tip, Kelly. The most common type of fire in the United States is the kitchen fire. Next, the Amber Heard effect. After all the booze. After all the mockery. <laughs> the chilling impact the case could have on domestic violence cases across America. Then. Oh, he's not responding. <laughs> saving baby DJ with his thumb. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. In the court of public opinion, Johnny Depp's ex, Amber Heard, is facing a backlash. And some advocates for abused women fear that may dissuade victims of domestic violence from speaking out. Here's Amber Cagliano. A chorus of boos greets Amber Heard this morning as she comes to court. It's a sharp contrast to the rock star welcome Johnny Depp got. <laughs> I don't want to do 
Amber breaks down on the stand, detailing the abuse she says she suffered during her marriage. She's being trolled on social media. The public is picking apart every detail of this high-profile trial with a lot of criticism and mockery directed right at her. Mockery like this. And then... But Michelle Weldon, an author and survivor of domestic abuse, doesn't think any of this is funny. Is this mocking of Amber Heard going to make victims of domestic violence scared to come forward? Absolutely. That is one outcome of this trial. I think it's terribly dangerous to her personally and also to every woman who goes to domestic violence court to file an order of protection. As the trial goes on, a growing number of people on social media are questioning Amber's credibility. After everything that I've made up, that I've been through, this is how people want to treat me. This woman lip-syncs to Amber's actual testimony. And how do you feel about that? I, um, I st struggle to have the words. Even NSYNC member Lance Bass is reenacting her testimony. I was just sitting there on this, on, on this carpet, looking at the dirty carpet, wondering how I wound up on this carpet. There's also a video supposedly at a Starbucks drive-thru with tip jars for Johnny and Amber. Notice Amber's is empty. The hashtag Justice for Johnny has more than 11 billion views. By contrast, Justice for Amber has just 41 million. To see what the reaction is, it's just so demeaning and upsetting. According to the Justice Department, someone is abused by their partner every nine seconds in America. When we come back, it's a baby in distress and a helper right where he needs to be. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. It's a terrifying moment as a baby stops breathing, and thank the Lord, a SWAT officer just happened to be at the right place at the right time. A baby is in crisis. He's not responding. A desperate woman hands the baby to an officer on the SWAT team in Atlanta. The four-month-old infant named DJ isn't breathing. It was two cars, you know, they kind of sped past me. They had their hazards on. They were honking their horn. You could tell there was... You know, something going on. They pulled into a fire station. Police officer Robert Odin starts administering CPR to DJ. Notice the delicate chest compressions with his fingers, but it's not looking good. There was really, honestly, there was really no signs of life that I could tell. Yeah, I couldn't get a pulse. Go knock on the door, see if somebody's there. Odin alternates between his fingers and his thumb. An ambulance is on the way. Suddenly, the infant's legs begin to move. Yeah. 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 EMS
EMS takes over and little DJ starts to breathe. His eyes flutter open. Odin says administering to little guys like DJ is much different than adults. In an adult, you're using both hands and you're pushing, you know, three, you know, two to three inches into the chest cavity. You're a hero. I guess. <laughs> Affy to report the baby's doing just fine now. And when we come back, it's the dangling dad. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Finally today, this wasn't supposed to happen. It's all fun and games in the water until... Oh no, Dad's stuck. His swimsuit gets caught on the backside. Yikes. Dad's not stuck, he's hooked. And that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey.